Hello, hi, all the listeners out there. How are you? It's been some time since we spoke, and I hope that you are keeping well. I see that many of you have gone and listened to the three podcasts that we did of the first three beasts of Daniel, and I'm very encouraged by you, and I'm very excited to share this. Last part of the fourth beast of Daniel with you tonight. I am so nervous as well because it's a very difficult topic, and I don't have confidence that I'm able to share with you what I believe God wants me to share with you. I have compiled about seven pages of notes, but still I'm extremely nervous. I feel that I am unqualified to teach this, so I'm just gonna give it to the Lord, and I pray that God is gonna help me to be able to explain this coherently, so that you'll be able to hear what I believe He wants you to know, as it's a very important message. God, will you be with us and anoint me as we go through this? Learning of your words to us. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not sure whether we'll be able to finish this fourth beast study in one sitting. If needed, we will split it into two parts. Let's see how it goes. Okay. So in the first part, I'm first going to establish the Bible verses that we'll be using for our study today. Because everything that we study today, we want to link it back to the Bible in a very rational and logical way. The topic itself is already very mind blowing about the end days, so we don't need to hype it up with any sensationalism or any fanatical claims. These are the words and the information that our Lord Jesus Christ gave us in the Bible. And he gave it to us for a reason. We will be doing ourselves a great disservice if we ignore part of his words, because we don't understand or we are afraid of it. But there should be no panicking or running off with your own crazy ideas. I want to keep you very calm, very logical, and leaning upon the Lord for the revelations. Okay, I know you can do it. You're such intelligent people, and you're people who love the Lord, who love the truth, and who wants to find out the truth from God. During this Bible study, I'm going to mainly cross-reference three parts of the Bible: Daniel seven, Revelations thirteen, and Revelations seventeen. I'm going to read to you the passages first, and after the Bible study, you should go and do further reading on these chapters on your own. Daniel seven verse seven says, "After this, I Daniel saw in the visions by night, and behold, the fourth beast was fearful and terrible and very strong. It had great iron teeth." It devoured and broke in pieces, and stamped the residue under his feet. 
and it was unlike to the beasts that were before it, for it had ten horns. This is the description of the fourth beast given by Daniel. What elements of it does it strike you? Let's cross-reference to Revelations 13, because Daniel 7 can be more fully understood when you cross-references these passages in the Bible. In Revelations 13, the angel gave John a vision of the beast, and John describes the same beast by saying, And I, John, saw a beast rise out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns were ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. And the beast that I saw was like a leopard, and his feet was like a bear, and his mouth was as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his throne and with great authority. Do you see similarities between what Daniel described and John describes? And I reference Revelation 17, where John talks about the whore of Babylon, and it says, Here is the mind that had wisdom, the seven heads are seven mountains, whereupon the woman said, They are also seven kings. What is this that John is looking at? When John marveled, the angel explained to John in Revelation 17 verse 18, And that woman which you saw is that great city which reigned over the kings of the earth. Now you must understand in the context of when John received this vision in Revelations. The time frame is probably around 96 AD when John received the Revelations. And during that time, it was the time of the Imperial Rome Empire, the Roman Empire. So in John's mind and John's context, which great city reign over the kings of the earth. The angels said what John could understand. It was the great Roman city. In what we study of the third beast of the Greece Empire, we know that after Alexander's death, the Greece Empire was split into four parts or four heads. And Rome is the next empire that arise that conquered all four parts of the Greece Empire. The old name of Rome alludes to its geographical location where it's built upon seven hills or seven mountains. Look at the way that Daniel described this beast. He could not even use an animal to symbolize it because it was unlike any animal that we know. He says that it is fearful and terrible and very strong. Revelations 13, John says that it looked like a leopard, its feet was like a bear, and its mouth was like a lion, and the dragon gave it its power. So you can see that this fearsome fourth kingdom, fourth beast, 
encompasses all the strength of the first three types of empire of King Nebuchadnezzar, of the Medo Persia Empire, of the Greece Empire Alexander the Great, and then Samo. It goes further than these three kingdoms. It's even more fearsome and terrible. The disciples of the New Testament, they lived during the time of the Roman Empire. During the time of the Great Roman Empire, there were many clashes between the culture of the Roman Empire, their philosophy, and the culture of the Christians. Like to share with you a historical information that I found about the Colosseum Amphitheater that existed in Rome during this time. I think you can find it out on YouTube. You can see the culture during that time, where the crowds gathered in the Colosseum, and they martyred the Christians. So they would ask if the Christians would renounce Christ. And accept their multitude of gods, and you can watch this on YouTube. It's quite um interesting. It would be like a festive gathering of the masses. Free food will be given. The spectators will be so hype out because they are watching like entertainment. There were like exotic animals, like elephants, giraffe, lions. Tigers that were brought to the Colosseum. There were seats that were segregated by your class in society. There was a movable stage, like a basement, that would unveil the animals when they were brought up into the arena. And there was even some stage contraption that could pump in water when they want to stage like magnificent plays. About naval battles, it was so crazy entertainment. You should go and check it out if you are interested. And of course, they martyred a huge number of Christians together with the criminals in that Colosseum, and the crowds would cheer. I think the mindset of celebration as they watched the Christians die. So you know that it is horrific. When I learned about it, and I was asking God, God, why do you want me to tell the Christians about this? It's so horrific and so scary. Now you know what has happened in the past history, and what will happen again in the end days. Now do you know why Daniel was so shocked? And depicted this beast as so terrible and fearful and strong when he saw it. Now, what are the seven heads? We have a clue when we look at the third beast, where it's depicted that the four heads of the leopard are the four different governments that arose in the Greece Empire, and so the heads refer to the forms of government. The seven heads refer to the seven types of government that will come in the entire history of Rome. Do you understand?
just like the third beast, one empire, the Greece Empire, was split into four heads, four governing kings. Similarly, the Roman Empire, one Roman Empire, has seven heads. Across its time, seven forms of government, one empire, one beast. What about the timeline? Look at Revelation 7, verse 10 gives a clue. Five governments have fallen, and one is presently the present government, Imperial Rome, that John is living in. And the angel tells John, and another one in the future, the future seventh government has not come yet at a time when John wrote Revelations. And then it continues, and when this seven government come, he may continue a short space, a short time. Are some of you getting the clue of what I am bringing forth to you? It's crazy. It's mind-blowing, isn't it? It's so plain. When the Holy Spirit gives you revelations to see the Word so clearly. Okay, we have done a lot of study today. I've brought you through the Bible passages. We look at the fourth beast the description, and we have an idea which empire it's talking about. And I explained to you some of the culture and the reality of the day-to-day -day living of the Roman Empire during the time of the apostles. But we're not done with the story yet. We're not done. Because the book of Revelations is not done. It says that there is a seven head, there is the ten horns or the ten kings, and that brings us into the end days, which we are going to cover this topic of the end days in our next episode. Do you understand? I don't want to rush through this. I want to bring you through step by step because I know that it's difficult to understand. What helps me a lot as I was looking through this is for you to open up these three passages of the Bible and lay it out and then you start to listen and you start to see where it's drawn, the cross-references, and that will help you a lot. Okay, so that's what you can do in the meanwhile. Is it exciting? Is it interesting? God is so good, right? Let's pray. God, we just want to thank you for bringing us together in this time together. God, we know that you have called every one of us here, gathered listening. You have called us here to commune together, to explore your words together, because we are a people who love you and who support each other. God, I pray that you will cover the minds 
of these precious brothers and sisters in Christ with the blood of Jesus. Cover their minds with the blood of Jesus. As the Holy Spirit reveals to them what you, God, wants to tell them. God, we pray that the skills of deceit and of error will fall away from our eyes and the truth will be revealed. That your presence will come upon us and the Holy Spirit will guide us in our study and the revelations of God will be so clear to us. God, I pray that you will protect these precious brothers and sisters as they go about their daily lives. That we will not embarrass you or let you down by panicking or going about our own way. No, God, in everything, you give us your peace. You give us your protection. We trust in you. We follow you. We live by your good example to show love to the people around us and to protect our inheritance in the Lord. Jesus, thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.